So you're pregnant. Congratulations. Now what? You better start searching for all the right baby gear. What kind of crib are you going to buy? How about that car seat? Not to mention the cute outfits. What name are you going to pick? What's your birth plan? Will you stay at home after the baby is born or go back to work? <sighs> okay, just breathe, mama. There are a ton of questions to answer when you find out you're having a baby. I can guarantee that you're feeling at least a little bit overwhelmed, especially if this is your first time. So how can we calm the chaos in your mind about becoming a mom so that you can actually enjoy it when your sweet baby gets here? We'll be talking about all things motherhood, including ways to help you prepare not just for the baby, but for your life after your baby arrives. Are you dreaming of a peaceful and joy-filled motherhood? I can bet that you are. Let's make it happen, shall we? My name is Mary Stover, and this is the Happy Motherhood Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Happy Motherhood Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here, as always. I really, really appreciate you guys listening. So today I'm going to be talking about three ways to avoid every night takeout after your baby is born. Now, there is absolutely nothing wrong with takeout. Let me just clear the air. I love takeout. <laughs> when my husband suggests this for dinner, I am a happy girl. Um, and since COVID, we have used DoorDash quite a bit. Um, and that is just completely fine with me. It also feels really, really good to support those restaurants out there who are really struggling right now. I really feel for them. So yeah, we love takeout. But when your baby arrives, do you really want takeout every single night? Probably not. It's not good for your health usually, um, depending on what you order, of course. But usually it's not the greatest for your health, but it's definitely not good for the bank account. And when you have a new baby, you have all those added expenses and you're trying to maybe trying to watch your budget. So definitely want to avoid takeout every night. So what are the three ways you can do this? One, number one, make it ahead. So I'm going to tell all of you pregnant women out there, you're going to want to clear your freezer of that ice cream. Yep, just clear it out. <laughs> Enjoy the ice cream. And you're going to want to stuff your freezer full of meals that you can thaw, put in the oven, and boom, you have a nice, warm, homemade meal that's ready and waiting for you. And then if you want, you can add a fresh side salad to your meal so you can just have another element of health. Um, a lot of casseroles are really easy to freeze, but they're not always the healthiest. So, you know, put a side salad with it and it make you, will make you feel better. Um, now, you might be saying, okay, whatever, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not going to be making extra food right now. I'm already exhausted from being pregnant and you're just not feeling it. Now, I completely get this completely. Um, I've been pregnant six times and not one of those pregnancies were kind to me. So, um, but here's a little glimpse into motherhood in the future. So when you have more than one kid, they really don't give a rip about if you're tired or not. And as a mom, you somehow find another level to go to despite your exhaustion and you show up for those kids, right? Because you you just 
want to do for them as much as you can. So you find another level despite your exhaustion, you do. So here's my challenge to you. I want you to try and show up for your future self. Show up for you, the mama-to-be who wants to be healthy for her baby, who wants to lose pregnancy pounds sooner than later, who wants to rock motherhood like no one else has. But more than all of that, show up for your motherhood and for those precious newborn moments that you don't want to miss because you were too worried about what you're going to scrounge together for dinner. The, you don't want the tug of war in your mind going that says like, I should be making something at home because it's cheaper and it's healthier, but I really don't have the energy or the mindset, hello, sleep deprivation, to even fathom what we could eat. Um, trust me, it will take up your mental space and distract you from your baby. And I really don't want that for you. So as tired as you are right now, try to push yourself a little. Let's say you're in your first trimester and you can't even think about food right now. Let's hope, fingers crossed, that your nausea will subside by the second trimester. And this is when you're going to want to bang out these freezer meals. Now, let's say you or your husband or both of you make three to four meals per week uh, during your second trimester, just the second trimester alone. I would challenge you to double those meals so you can eat one and then freeze one. That's 36 to 48 frozen meals. And let's just say you really, really aren't feeling up to it. Get your husband on this. Just have, have him step up and ask him to do this for you, for you and him. Um, bottom line, literally anything is better than nothing. I say this very often. When you're a mom and you're trying to get some alone time, five minutes is better than nothing. Five freezer meals after your baby arrives is better than no freezer meals, right? Um, 10 freezer meals, whatever the case is. So if you make just a few meals while you're pregnant, double those meals and stick them in the freezer. Okay. That's, so that's point number one. Point number three, number two, excuse me. <laughs> um, friends and family are key. Now, if you are fortunate enough to have family and friends that are close by, um, or even if they're not, you can do a lot of things on the internet and with apps. You can send food places. So ask them when they're asking you what you want um, to prepare for the baby. Um, you might not be able to register, put this on your baby registry, but you can ask people if they wouldn't mind making and dropping off a meal or sending you a meal after the baby is born instead of buying you 20 different onesies. Side note, you are going to get overrun with clothing in the zero to three month range, um, especially for people who have not had kids in a long time or they, they don't have any children, so they don't know. Everybody just buys the zero to three and no one really thinks down the road. So you might want to try and register for clothes that are the next size up if you can. Just a little tangent there. Anyway, when someone asks you what they can do to help you when you are pregnant, then take them up on this. Ask them for a meal, just one meal. And if they really want to buy clothes or cute things for the baby, then ask them just to do one outfit and then a meal or a cute toy and then a meal. It's really, really okay to ask for things that you want or that you think will really help you 
when the baby is born. And trust me, this will really help you. And the worst that they can say is no. And if they get mad at an overly pregnant person, well, then that's on them. So um, that's my suggestion. Number two, um, call on your friends and family for those meals. And number three, embrace leftovers like you're going to embrace your newborn baby. I love leftovers now, but I look back and I used to be like a food snob. I would not eat leftovers or if I did, I would really like cringe. I just really did not enjoy them. I have no idea why this was. There are a lot of things I did before I had kids that I look at and go, seriously? Like, um, like complain about the laundry, for example. I had no clue how easy I had it back then. So anyway, now I stretch leftovers as far as I possibly can. Now, I'm going to give you an example here. So one of our, our favorite meals is a baked macaroni and cheese that my mom used to make with stewed tomatoes and green beans. So I will, of course, double this because we have a massive family, but um, we'll make I'll make that for one meal. And then the next night or, you know, two nights from now, I will uh, take the baked macaroni and cheese and then I will do a quick pot of uh, Campbell's tomato bisque soup is really good. I'll do a quick pot of that and then serve that together. Um, or you could take the macaroni and cheese and then do a side salad with it. So you can make leftovers stretch. It doesn't have to be the same meal over and over. You can really make changes and make them stretch as far as you can. Now, let's say you do actually order takeout. Consider big portions. Like if you get pizza, get a large pizza and only eat one or two pieces at the most. So you have some for the next day. And like, as much as I love sushi, this is not really the greatest takeout um, because I don't know about in your house, but for us, we can order like 20 rolls of sushi and there will never be anything left. Anyone else? <laughs> I could eat a ton of it and I would still be hungry after I was done. I love it so much. So yeah, sushi for takeout, it doesn't really stretch all that far. So Always, always think about how you can make leftovers last as long as possible. Get creative and make them stretch. Um, it just really helps you out um, in the long run. So there you have it. There are three ways. Those are the three ways that I've come up with to avoid every night takeout after your baby is born. Um, I hope this helped you guys out and I will see you the next time. Bye. Thanks so much for hanging out with me for an episode of the Happy Motherhood Podcast. To hear more about me, what I do, and how I can help you, head on over to my website, yourhappymotherhood.com. In fact, I've got a free prep kit ready and waiting for you, the Motherhood Prep Kit. Just the jumpstart you need to start preparing well for your motherhood. Grab it at yourhappymotherhood.com and get going.